Okay, so I think we need to um spread your racks to new chain, uh, my bitch. Hmm? My brain filled that in weird. <laughs> um, I was just saying we need to just sit here and talk for a minute before we start too. Sometimes. Why's that? I don't know. Get comfortable in front of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying I'm not comfortable. No, you're I'm saying, saying you're not. I'm comfortable? saying it would. I think it would help the conversation, like the. I don't know. It just kind of leads into it. I don't know. Okay. Now I'm panicking. I mean, the last time we did it, you're, that's when the whole... Not the gumdrop buttons. Not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> uh. Ow. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Jabata Slaps. I'm Mac. And I'm Jubes. And... We are talking about quiet quitting today. Yeah. Which is a very, <laughs> very exciting topic and very, very relevant to everything. Our lives right now. Yeah. And even, it's such a popular trend on the internet right now as well. Well, because I think everyone's been feeling this like phenomenon for like a while. Yeah. But there's no word to it. And so now that there's like a actual description feasible yeah thing. someone it's was like, like this is what it's called when you don't want to go above and beyond your job exactly but first we're going to start with the check-in intro how's it going how you doing how you feeling um so <laughs> <laughs> not good <laughs> well i'd like to start off and give myself and my mom a huge congratulations because we went on a big hike and it was so good and normally we have to stop for a breath every 300 meters elevation gain but we didn't stop until 100 meters elevation 30 yeah 30 30 300 okay (laughs) that ruins the story but yeah normally we stop every 30 meters elevation and we only needed to stop at 100 this time and it was like an intense hike the first four of the six kilometers are straight up which hike did you which one helen lake oh okay nice yeah i did it once with a friend and we didn't make it quite to the lake Mm-hmm. And so mom's like, well, let's go to the lake. Yeah. And so it was really awesome because, Fun. yeah, we were finally able to do that. But on the hike, we made some like dehydrated, like chicken teriyaki rice stuff. Mm. Um, but we were too hungry to wait for the rice to um, like cook all the way. So I was eating crunchy rice. And then all of a sudden, one of my teeth was like really pointy. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. So then I picked it and my filling came out. <laughs> <laughs> So then I had to go to the dentist today. Oh, um, fun. Yeah. But they, so they just froze me up and my freezing's out now. Now it just hurts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I'm at. But I can smile. It's even now. See? It was not even before. At, at the YouTube. <laughs> at anyone on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> at anyone for audio. Just picture. I keep forgetting. Just picture it. But oh. yeah, how's your day? My day? Your week. How we, are you? We don't, we don't talk about my day. Okay. <laughs> It was some, all sorts of things, and I have a lot of... It really fueled this conversation yeah. for me. I was so drained. I'm like, no, I'm like being fired up by cortisol and pissed off frustration. <laughs> That's kind of what's keeping me going right now, because yep. I've had a very, very long few days, but all good. Your all good now. seven-day streak of work. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, you know, it happens. It's fine. It's great. Yeah, it leads us into our topic really well. Mm-hmm. But I had a really um, 
kind of fun little like win moment last night at yoga yeah intentionally didn't tell you jubes and i need to stop talking so that like <laughs> when it comes to recording we actually have something to talk about because yeah. we stall we're like what did my week look like because i already ranted about everything i needed yeah, to rant exactly. about we saw each other this morning and we were like blah 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 and we're like oh okay <laughs> yeah but um no so like last night at yoga we were doing a um uh plow pose and whatnot a plow pose yeah for those of you know what don't know what plow plow pose is it's basically like you're on your back and you're like butts in the air and your legs are straight over your head so you're like your legs are so it's like a forward fold but you're on your but upside down yeah okay understood so an upside down forward fold and i haven't (laughs) done one of those in so long yeah um since i lived in like finland it was pretty much and i did um ashtanga yoga regularly like in finland yeah <clears throat> besides the fact so we did, we did plow all the time there yeah did it for, for the first time last night and i was like i was like wow this actually feels really good nice my back has been really tight and everything and my neck is tight and i can still feel that that kind of tugging sensation like from all the muscles in my body just being stretched backwards in a way i haven't felt yeah but i didn't feel as like suffocated in myself nice anyone who's done it you might know the feeling I but feel like you I just can kind of, of feel claustrophobic, like when you're surrounding yourself with your own body. Yeah. And for last night, I was like, I felt a lot of gratitude. It was very like a weird, like lightening, like yeah, kind of feeling. So that's awesome. Yeah. There's not much words for it. It was more like I don't know. It's a very spiritual thing, I guess, in a way. It's yeah. kind of like there's no words to describe it for anyone else until you kind of have that moment. Right. But. It was just kind of like, oh, my, like, efforts are paying off kind of Yay! gratitude thing. So That's so awesome. Felt really good. Left there feeling really, really fresh. And it's starting to get dark again in Canada. Ugh. But I'm not mad about it for, like, post-yoga. Like, post-yin yoga, you want it to be dark. You want yeah. to be driving home and, like, have your eyes, like, half <laughs> yeah. asleep. Don't sleep and drive, but <laughs> yeah, but you want to be ready just, like, for keep bed. that state of relaxation instead of coming out and it's still plus thirty, and you're like, wow, it's bright out. Yeah, that's when I had to struggle. It's like, yeah, after coming out of that, and then I'm like, whoa, yeah, my day's starting all over again. But no, so that was fun. I felt really, really fresh about that last night. It was really good. But and then today happened. We don't talk about today. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> today was like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Yeah. Um, starting with sleeping in for my workout <laughs> and then coming home my dog um had a little bit of an upset stomach last night and so there was oh. jackson vomit everywhere no poor my jackson. mom had to deal with that one though i was like okay yeah. I was like i you found it first you deal with it yeah that's you but no and then yeah well that's good but anyways we're gonna i guess that's not good <laughs> um not good not good not good not ideal not what we want <laughs> yeah preferred. no i was messaging michaela today and i was like yeah like how's your day going she's like i am a ball of hate and i was like so recording tonight should we just do a rant session <laughs> i was like this is gonna be an hour and a half of michaela fueled by my yelling about right our now. job <laughs> 101 reasons why I need to quit my job yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> no. We're well, working on it. We're grateful. I have a job. It's fine. It's exactly. Fine. It's great. We're going to be optimistic here. <laughs> so, quiet quitting. <laughs> it's yeah. a new term. 
It's kind of taken the internet by force and the TikTok sphere. Um, really interesting topic because, like, again, I yeah. feel like it's been so kind of looming, um, yeah. so to speak. I know a lot of people who have expressed these ideas and these feelings and whatnot around the current system. Yeah, definitely. But now that there's like a definition, it's like, okay, yeah, let's talk about it. This actually makes sense. Let's label it. Let's talk about it. Create a conversation around it. Because I feel like it's something that's Mm -hmm. been happening for a really long time where, but no one has had a word for it. Yeah. And they're like, it's not something that everyone feels happens. Yeah. Definitely a slow transition that has been like expedited by recent events. Yes. (laughs) All right. Give us the definition, Jerry. Um... So it's basically just you're not outright quitting your job, but you're quitting the idea of going above and beyond. So you're still doing your duties, but you're no longer subscribing to the hustle culture mentality that work has to be your life. Mm -hmm. So it's like saying no to projects that aren't part of your job description, leaving work on time. That's a huge one. Refusing to answer emails or Slack messages outside of your working hours. It's literally just a mindset shift of my day ends when I leave where I work. Mm -hmm. Or with the work from home, it's my day ends at five. I close my computer, I don't pick it up or open Mm -hmm. it until my start time the Mm -hmm. next day. And pros and cons. Close to few of Um, the concept. I think it creates a, or it can create like a healthy work-life balance. Yeah. Which is definitely needed. Mm -hmm. But I find that it's tricky to leave work on time especially in the hospitality industry where we are mm-hmm. where we our schedule might say we're done at 5 30 but depending on what gets done that day dishes might take us till 6 30 or i've been there till 7 30 like mm-hmm. you don't really know and waitresses when i was applying for a job to be a waitress i was like okay so when when am i done and they're like when you're done yeah. we can't give you a set time that you leave you start at this time and when you end is when you're when you're done yeah and that's hospitality i think and just overall yeah um which is like i currently don't have any advice on how this concept can relate to or to to apply to that Mm -hmm. other than like the outside of work hours you're not talking about work or kind of thing right yeah well i kind of found like with school when it was online it was very different because there was no like end time Mm -hmm. for it so there wasn't like that shift of like okay my class is done put on your backpack walk home Mm -hmm. and so I kind of had to find that like no I'm done school now I have to be done now so that I can still have a life outside of school Mm -hmm. which is where I really noticed it and then I was really excited ironically for this job where I was like no I only have to think about work at work I don't I'm not bringing it home with me I don't have to and I'm like hmm looking at the schedule at 10 o'clock on a Friday night to be like oh yeah that doesn't work (laughs) oh no but and then so with this uh, we all know there's a lot of slack on millennials right even though we aren't technically classified as millennials we're like a year off like we're really close to it yeah um of millennials being lazy yeah so unsubscribing to the hustle culture is that promoting laziness or is that just something that we need to do for mental clarity and sanity and why hasn't this been prioritized before yeah i think it's less so that we're promoting laziness Mm -hmm. um i was listening to a podcast where they're like i don't believe that lazy is a thing i love that 
and I was like, yeah. uh, amen. Like, I mean, as someone who also self-proclaimed lazy girl, but... But again, like, yeah. people with depression who are like, I'm not lazy. I just can't do this. I don't have the mental energy. Like, mm-hmm. I can't get out of bed. Stop calling me lazy. I would love to if I could. I just can't. Burnout is a major It's thing. major. And so definitely burnout affects quiet quitting and mm-hmm. vice versa. Because it's like, hey, I can't work X amount of hours every single day because I'm exhausted. I want to do something else. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think that it's being lazy. Mm-hmm. I think it's just creating. I think the promotion of self and self-care is, yeah. I think, a big proponent I think in this new. movement. Yeah. Again, and self-care not just being, I mean, it could be for you not just being like spending $500 on face masks and yeah. whatnot. That's a different thing. But like the idea of taking time for yourself so you're not waking up and then i don't know if you have kids yeah dealing with the kids getting them to school going to work 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 your boss your coworkers, you're yeah. appeasing everyone you come home oh the kids have to do the sports blah 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 go yeah. to school like i don't well, have kids i don't know what kids are like and then yeah you're but. at sports and your boss is blowing up your phone so you can't even enjoy the time like i want to watch my kid play soccer yeah. but i can't because my boss needs this report or whatever that they don't actually need mm-hmm. but they need they need it now yeah no i agree i'm a really big fan of this concept um just because i do think people need more time to do things that make them happy and care for themselves yeah definitely from a health standpoint i would argue that this is well stress well yeah so we know that stress is a big um proponent in health issues yeah a lot of like heart disease and whatnot comes from a high stress high high inflammatory life like exactly and that comes from being so stressed at work all the time, carrying it home, continuing your stress at home, mm-hmm. continuing money, finance, relationships, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Stress at home. When you're in that high of a state, you're not really worried about your, what you're eating, right? Yeah, so you're exactly. not taking the time to cook good food and yes. to relax and eat in a calm way, right? You um, you rush everything and you're cooking fast. You're cooking fast not and you're not... for nutrition. Mm-hmm. And there is so much like... Your body prepares to eat when you like prepare your meal slowly mm-hmm. and not don't be like turtle speed like but like <laughs> actually paying attention to like what you're doing rather than like having the tv back on or stressing about this or right. like on the phone while you're doing this yeah a big thing in weight loss right now too a lot of weight loss programs and um is mindful eating right yeah what is mindful eating how does it um affect digestion and diet and yeah Hi, Reed. Hello. <laughs> How was meeting? It was good. Good. You're hooked uh, on the door handle. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> we didn't start until like 20 minutes ago. Oh, so you're getting a good podcast going. Yeah. <laughs> so you're right in time. You want to come? You want to come say hi? <laughs> come. Guest feature. There's the camera. There's the camera. <laughs> this is <people>. Reed. <laughs> I love it. There's our intro. So good. <laughs> awesome. Amazing. But no, so like in in um weight loss and then just diet and whatnot in, in general is mindful eating. Yeah. Right? And I think this kind of ties into it because people are now resorting back to this kind of way. Yeah. Um that we've lost because of the um, pressure 
of our current system. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that we have like the five day work week is from industrial revolution. Yeah. Right. And even that it used to be six, I think six days, six or seven. Really? Once upon a time. Oh my and then gosh. You've been pushed back down to five and so yeah. now five has been the standard for so long, but now we're like, no, 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 that's there's not, no need for that. It's like, not healthy. My, yeah, my health is suffering. My, my happiness is suffering. My motivation yeah. is suffering. My I've got no Relationships care. are suffering. Yeah. Like, so this isn't working for us anymore. Yeah. But we need to still pay. So like, how can we make work life balance? Yeah. Be a balance, right? And, exactly. And so a lot of that comes with the whole four day work week push. And this is, Which I is, think, going to be like um, promoted by the whole quiet quitting phenomenon which definitely. is definitely mm-hmm. because even with our job like the five days a week of eight and a half to ten hours mm-hmm. was exhausting and so then is. and is exhausting yeah <laughs> um and not getting our days off together it's one thing where you're working five days a week and then you have saturday sunday to be mm-hmm. off but if you're working five days a week and then you have one day off everything kind of falls apart mm-hmm. like i know for me when I was working that, I wouldn't have time to do laundry. I wouldn't have time to do the things that I liked. I wouldn't have time to vacuum. So my space outside of work was cluttered and dirty and not restful. Which mentally takes a toll. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. good. And so then I would like stress out about all the cleaning I needed to do. But I didn't want to do it at the end of the day because I just wanted to relax because I had cleaned and worked and done all that during the day. And I needed that as a break. The biggest thing for me was when I worked as a cook, I, the last thing I wanted to do was cook for myself. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I lived off of fast food. Yeah. Part of the reason why my health went to shit. Yeah. Right? Well, no, yeah. Not to say everyone is the same way, but I had such a hard time finding that balance and then working out and then doing school and then yeah. doing this. Well, even like working 8.30 to 5.30 and then going to a 6.30 workout and so getting home at 7.30 and being like, I have to cook supper. <laughs> so we don't eat until 9. But if I bake the next day, I need to go to bed now. No. So that I can get the recommended eight hours of sleep. And so I'm like, you like keep your sanity. Yeah. Yeah. Whilst losing it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the four-day work week has just been so much nicer because then you at least have that extra day. One day for recovery, one day for fun, one day for productivity. Yeah. And it is so necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think it's a huge thing on that, right? And um, and I think COVID definitely emphasized this because everyone was forced to stop. Yeah. And even though everything was chaotic, they're all like, oh, this is pretty sweet. Yeah. This doesn't need to get yeah. done in this time limit. Oh, I that meeting could be an email i don't need to be in traffic for an hour in a suit and i think that also played a role with like eating like who you're talking you don't have an hour commute hour and a half two hours on either side Mm -hmm. so when you're leaving your nine to five job at five and you're sitting in rush hour traffic for two hours and getting home at seven you're more likely to cook a meal Mm -hmm. than you would to just be like okay well i'll order fast food and Mm -hmm. it'll get home the same time i do yeah no, where I think like a certain amount of like office, like some people for, prefer going into the office, right? Mm-hmm. My dad was one of them. He preferred going into the office and still does to to work. And he likes having that separate work um, 
space and the whatnot. physical separation well because mentally it actually does it, oh, too right yeah, so definitely. if you're gonna work from home psychologically you need to um break up the space right and that's why yeah the whole idea of having an office in your home most people yeah. don't use it anymore but like it's if you nice. are someone who has a job where you are required to do a lot of computer work having it in an office yeah designated region in your home yeah psychologically improves your productivity in that space mm-hmm. and being able to shut that space off yeah when you're in when the you living room that. or, or the kitchen. even just like not because i remember reading an article a couple of years ago when i was mm-hmm. in school about how you shouldn't be doing work while on your bed because yeah. your bed your bed's a rest place yes yeah. and it no longer becomes a rest place if yeah. you're constantly working on it yeah and so i feel 100%. like that again plays a role where mm-hmm. my computer where i do all my editing is also my nightstand um because it's right beside my bed so i find it hard to be like okay like i'm gonna get out of bed and move to the chair directly beside my bed and spend all day there and then get up and go back to bed <laughs> yeah no exactly but no but then there's also i mean um, in regards to the four day work week, a lot of people are hesitant because it's like, oh, well then what are you doing in those days off? And I'm like, well, you're doing things that make you happy. You don't need to be working. Like you're bringing, you're bringing pleasure to yourself. You're have more time to spend with your kids. You're, yeah. and it's really like the hustle culture is toxic in a way. Cause you don't have to be on all the time. No, you, can you really don't. You're allowed to be off. Yeah. Again, you also psycho- psychologically, yeah. your productivity is actually higher when you are not stressed. <laughs> yep. Um, multitasking is well, not productive. Not... Like your brain's incapable of multitasking. So if you're on yeah. like work all the time and cooking, you can't do both. No. And that was something that I really struggled with when I first started at the coffee shop was because I went in with that mindset of like humans cannot multitask. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. And so then trying you pretend that you can, but yeah. things always get like things get missed things yeah. don't get done like mistakes happen accidents happen mm-hmm. and you see that a lot at the coffee shop because we're trying to juggle so many things that it's like physically impossible to do mm-hmm. and so then trying to train a new person who struggles to um multitask well, yeah i don't know where i was going with that yeah um but like it's difficult for them. They're so overwhelmed by information. That's where I was kind of trying to get at. Well, yeah, because there's like 12 alarms going off and yeah, the steamer's like, going and the grinder's on and then you're trying to take an order from someone and then Yeah, and they're like, I need you, you to cook here. this sandwich. And they're like, okay, but also I need you to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. And they're like, um, at the same time? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Well, and that's a big thing I think like, I've noticed in the service industry especially is everyone is finally like fed up with it. Yeah. Um, when I started working in restaurants, that was in 2013, I guess, maybe early 2014. Um, and it was like high demand. Everyone wanted to be there. It was impossible like to get a hosting job or whatnot. And so, and I originally, I wanted to be front of house, but it was impossible to find them. It was such a high demand. Everyone wanted this job. Really? Everyone. (laughs) And so I started to cook. I'm like, well, fuck it. Yeah. I can cook. But yeah. even cooks, like cooks were sparse. And so you had to work harder as a cook. Mm-hmm. The tips made it worth it because you, you, the servers have to pay the kitchen. Right. Yeah. Right. But it was less um, stress and I didn't have to look good and I didn't have to wear heels. That was also another thing. Oh, it's like yeah. big changes. When I first, like when I finally got my first like hosting job mm-hmm. or one of my first hosting jobs, um, they required girls to wear like heels at least one inch heel 
which it's, is like mind-boggling. Like they're to think not about now. comfortable. They're not good for your feet. And or you're your carrying back, trays your, of drinks yeah, like, to and from. If you okay. slip in the kitchen, you slip in the kitchen. Yeah. They <laughs> might make your butt look good, but like yeah. they're not nice. And if your butt looking that much better, it makes a difference between your tips. That's not a you issue. That's a society issue. I know. But no, so it's, it's wild to see like that high demand to like be a server in this industry and or a host or even just even as a cook. Like, yeah. Um, it is fully shifted now to the point where I'm seeing a lot of places that were in high demand and are good places. Mm-hmm. Um, not always the best places to work, <laughs> good places to eat at. Yeah. Um, struggling. Mm-hmm. Like job postings every week, every second Because week. no one wants to be... Tolerate it. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> No one wants to tolerate it anymore. You don't want to put up with that degradation. Yeah, you're working, like, twice as hard for half the pay you could be doing a, um, answering emails for a company at working at from home. Exactly. Like, why? And you have to deal with people who don't respect your job. Yeah. Like, uh, that's a no, whole thank other you. That's I a whole other... About. Like, I understand where that concept comes from, but it doesn't make it any less of a job exactly you know you'd no, be you mad don't. if there was no servers then you'd have to get it yourself so like yeah. treat your servers with respect because they're doing a job for you that's like people getting mad at like grocery store clerks during covid mm-hmm. it's like yo if they weren't out here like you'd be screwed yeah so why are you mad yeah like yeah and it's the whole concept too everyone talks about like oh yeah everyone's first job should be in customer service 100 percent. which is just to be a good human. It just, just like... Just be a good human. Yeah, because it's something you don't understand if you've never worked in customer service. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't... Like, I don't know. I'm really struggling because sometimes customer... Like, I'm having a really hard time putting on that persona of, like, a nice person who cares when I'm talking to a customer. Because I'm like, I don't care. And you don't care. Mm-hmm. Like sorry i don't want to be here i think my face kind of says it all i know and that's kind of why i'm like concerned i'm like i need to get better at like pretending to like my job a little bit better so that at least customers think that it doesn't suck because we got a complaint that someone looked sad and journey's like yeah that was me so (laughs) (laughs) um i read that complaint they said everyone looked upset and they didn't want to be there and the person on till acted annoyed that they had to take her order hmm and i was like oh so it wasn't just one person it was everyone why didn't we have a meeting why didn't our boss discuss that why wasn't this like a hey why were you guys so sad like what was up like what can i do to make this better for you yeah because it's not the the care. It's not what's making money. Which but again, this is, is why though. I think I think shitty employers are what have kind of driven this. It's like no, yeah. you're not allowed to do that anymore. This is now a a workers' market in a way rather than a employers' market. Definitely because everyone can say no. Screw you. I'm going to do this something else. Yeah. Oh no, this like company like in California will pay me. X number of dollars an hour to like answer their emails. Exactly. I'm going to do that. You can make your own job 
now. Yeah. Like, which is so beautiful. I love no, diversity. It's so <laughs> Give us some diversity, please. Because yeah, you don't get stuck in a job working for someone who only wants to make money for themselves and doesn't care how their employees are treated because they have the mindset of I could just get another employee. And you're not climbing the corporate ladder and hitting yeah, the glass ceiling. And there's all no those. upward mobility, especially yeah. in our job, mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, I'd love a raise because I'm literally running your coffee shop. Mm-hmm. But well, at this point, it's give me a raise or I'm leaving. Yeah. Because that's that's kind of where I'm at. Oh, definitely. And it's not just because like, yes, I work at a coffee shop. I don't need a degree to work at a coffee shop. But the work that I'm doing is not equivalent to my compensation at all. I 100%. am 100% tired. I am burnt out and I get no benefit from it. None at all. Yeah. You get your paycheck and you're like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Michaela took two weeks off. I worked 97 hours. Awesome. Mm-hmm. How's that for a four-day work week? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. No. And yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> and every job has their things, right? You think about people who are working in like the rigs, for example. Yeah. They work hard. They do, and their job sucks. But I think that they do it because the compensation is worth it. Yeah. And that's the difference. Even with Gavin. He was like, I don't want to because I don't like the job, but the money was so good. Mm-hmm. And so he was like really conflicted. And it's like, yeah, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. I'm so concerned that said memory full. <laughs> I was like, no. No, no. I have I have other memory cards. Good stuff. No stress. <clears throat> but I'm gonna say we're on the topic of compensation, and like I don't know. It would be one thing if like mm-hmm. even just like a. Thank you. You're doing a good <laughs> job. Like, I position doesn't need to. Nec- yeah, it doesn't need, it doesn't to, be need financial. to be monetary. Like, I mean, it sure helps. Give me <laughs> that bread. Let's get this bread. Let's get this bread. Heck, we have a podcast named after bread. Um, <laughs> Sometimes Chibata slaps. Yeah, big bread girls. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. I don't know. Like a thank you. Here's a gift card for doing that. Instead of like, hey, or here's a twenty-five cent pay raise every month every couple months well because i feel like when i was working at the grocery store um every 100 hours you worked you got a 10 cent raise Mm -hmm. um i worked almost 100 hours in a paycheck so i should have at least a five dollar raise by now Mm -hmm. like yeah and that would be in like his excuse is that it's a small business and i get that however if you enjoy us working for you mm-hmm. and running your business so you can be a business owner who works two days a week and does the grocery shopping. Oh, and the excuse is that he said he doesn't have enough time. Time for what? He doesn't have enough time. I'm like, we all don't have enough time right now. Thank like, you. Yeah. I'm not getting compensated enough to run your shit for you. Literally. And that's, and that's where I find, like, it kind of goes back to, I think a lot of the push in this Mm -hmm. is history of 
shitty employment and shitty employers. Definitely. Like, why do we need to tolerate climbing the corporate ladder? There's no need. I'm going to start my own ladder. I'm going to build my own staircase over here. Exactly. I'm going to build an escalator. I'm going to make it a lot easier for myself (laughs) than climbing some bomb-ass ladder. Exactly. Like... (laughs) Well, yeah, and I feel like that just wasn't available. And now we have the resources. We have the internet. We have TikTok mm-hmm. and YouTube and, like, ways to create content, to create our own jobs, and to be the work-from-home personal assistance kind of things. I've seen a lot of ads on TikTok yeah. for that. And especially... Um, fuck. Oh, my... Oh, self-care. Yeah. Um, that wasn't a concept. That wasn't allowed. That wasn't something that people valued well, yeah, in you, the 50s. You go to school. You go to university. You get you a get job. You get married. You get a job. You buy a house. You have four kids. It, end of story. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, it like, I go to school. Boom. $120,000 in debt. Okay, great. Now <laughs> I can't get a job with a degree because everyone has a degree. So now I have to get a master's. Boom, another $100,000 Literally more. Now you're 30, starting your life, and you're like, I can't afford rent. Because but then I'm as working. a female, we're like, oh yeah, we gotta start having kids now. I have until 35. Well, exactly. <laughs> you've got like five years, you gotta find a husband and p- start pumping those suckers out. Otherwise, boom, you gotta pay $50,000 for IVF or <laughs> any other like adoption. Like, it's ridiculous. And that was one of the reasons that I didn't choose to go for higher education because it wasn't worth it to me in the long run. To be starting my life at 27, which really isn't that old, but like, yeah, to be just finishing school and to look for a job, especially when the field that I'm specializing in is so specialized where there's no jobs in it. So it's not worth it for me to spend that extra money to get that education that will get me a job, but there's no jobs. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Truth. It just doesn't. It's silly. It is silly, and then... Like, it's frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) It's very annoying. But then there's so much pressure to do all these, like, great things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. you're like, I'm trying. Well, even, like, you're like, okay, you work this shit job, but you're trying on the side to start another job. You have to be working that job and then coming home and then devoting all of those hours to start this other job so that you can eventually leave this crappy job Mm -hmm. in the hopes that this other job will take off and be better if you want to start and like go the entrepreneurial route Mm -hmm. which is difficult very difficult yeah i'm dipped my foot in the waters (laughs) a little bit there just because i'm tired of grinding myself down to the bone Mm -hmm. to pay for someone else's bills yeah yeah i I can't add anything to that that's it's so (laughs) especially when they're not grateful for it Mm -hmm. oh and the worst part so during um covid i was working in a retirement home Mm -hmm. and at the time we were considered frontline workers because it was a retirement Mm -hmm. home yes they need to eat Mm-hmm. They don't eat if I'm not there to serve them food. Yeah. Right? Um, they don't eat if the cooks aren't there to cook them food. Right. But because it was technically a restaurant and whatnot, my manager found some kind of loophole to not pay us for being frontline workers. You didn't get, like, danger pay or no. whatever it was. Wow. And not that I was, like, concerned, but I'm, like, everywhere else around us yeah. that are doing the same job had got 
an upgrade. And oh. he just said, like, one of my coworkers went and spoke to him. Yeah. And was like, what the heck? Yeah. And he said, you're lucky you have a job. Any other industry, I would have walked out right then and there. Yeah. Because I was serving these, like, these old people I had grown attached to. Yeah. I was friends with. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stick around only for them. Yeah. And especially another element of it is where, like, old people are more susceptible to die from COVID. So you're like, there's that extra element of, like, if I get sick, I could kill my customers people. yeah that's scary i would like to be compensated <laughs> like you're gonna like, if you're not gonna pay me mm-hmm. to go from work to home yeah like it's in your best interest yo definitely <laughs> you want me to look after the people who are paying your bills because hypothetically i have no i have no need to yeah i could i could have gone out i could have partied i could have yeah then this that or the other and it, there kind of came to a point where it wasn't rising. So I did just, I go to the gym and I hung out with my coworkers all the time. We're like, yeah. we're the only ones here. If we all get sick, we're all fucked. Well, exactly. And <laughs> it feels like you day. see your coworkers every day. So it's like, okay, is this really going to change anything if we meet outside of work? No. Yeah. No, it didn't. And so thankfully it didn't. Thankfully it was ever, but it was the whole comment of you're lucky you even have a job. Yeah. That was infuriating. Yeah. I'm like... What do you mean you're lucky? Are you going to fire us all? Yeah, fire go for Fire the entire it. kitchen staff? Hire on new staff in that the middle of the pandemic? That screws you way more than it screws me. Okay, John. Like, Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Calm your ego, my guy. That's even like now where people in our job are afraid to make waves. But it's like, he's not going to fire you. He's not. He can't. What's he, he's desperate. A hundred percent. that's the The service industry is desperate, especially. And that's why I can speak on. I don't know about, so much about other industries, but mm-hmm. they are desperate for people Mm -hmm. they're not going to show that face though and so that's the thing like you can make waves like there is you can be outspoken in this thing you're not going to be fired for being for standing your ground definitely not and that's something that's really difficult for people like me to understand (laughs) especially because i've never been one to stand up for what i believe in so it's like okay i'm tired of letting you walk all over me and i don't like this and so now I'm like, I have the security of being like, hey, dude, no. Mm-hmm. And so I need to start using that for me. Well, the only reason I got my pay raise in the first place was because I was like, yeah, that's enough. Yeah, this is done. And like, I have no issue standing up for everyone else. Mm-hmm. But it's when it comes to me, I'm like, well, I don't need it. I don't yeah. want it that much, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do. Yeah. I... <laughs> like respect <laughs> if yeah. i feel disrespected i make a mess <laughs> I mean, yeah i cause a scene which good for you is it <laughs> yeah i mean yeah we'll touch on this a little bit more when it comes to like um like emotional maturity and stuff and reactiveness and whatnot yeah. but i think someone has to i'm mm-hmm. exhausted yeah and i've never been like the um sit pretty and quiet zip your lips and uh, yeah never been the type and that's kind of how i was raised Mm. was like don't make a fuss just take it yeah no that's how i was technically raised too but i uh, (laughs) (laughs) didn't take it very well i didn't listen to those how can we be raised the same and have the same personality and yet be so different i oftentimes got told i was gonna be sent to etiquette school (laughs) 
I would have loved that. I would have. I said no way, or private or private school, and I'm like, you send me to a private school, and I will ruin your name. <clears throat> nice. <laughs> that was my excuse. And I'm over here like I'd love. I really wanted because I know that princesses were had to go to school to like learn how to carry books on their head, so their posture was so good. And I tried so hard to be like, I can't do it, but my posture's terrible, but that's what I really wanted to do. <laughs> I think I just did that in my living room for fun. Yeah. Except my flat spot's on the back of my head, not on the top of my head, so. Mm. No such luck. Guess we're going to just like, grind down your skull a bit then, hey? Journey's just over here with a file. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta carry books. I need to have good posture. I need to be proper. <laughs> Little circle skirt. <laughs> Literally. I'd love to wear. They're so hard to sit in. Yeah, no Because shit. they like sit in and they just go frame covering your butt. Like, yeah, or it could just go like straight up and you're like, hello. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> no, but there is something I get everyone. Again, and there are so many people who are just kind of like shut up and take it and whatnot. Yeah. So they get into the industry and they kind of follow on these trends. And yeah, because it's easy. It is, and I right. get it makes things easy. Like when you just like, oh yeah, I work my nine to five, I commute home, I da da da, yeah. I watch a couple hours TV, I go to sleep. But why make life easy when it can be fun? Exactly. If and it's not just that, that one moment of uncomfortability, mm-hmm. discomfort. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that can make your life more fun and easier in the long run. Mm-hmm. So that's worth it. Yeah. I don't know. In my There's opinion. no need to to grind yourself to the bone and mm. make your career your entire your existence. No. You can have hobbies, you can have friends, you can have I don't know, again, watching like you said, like watching your kids one day. Yeah. To have the time to shut off your phone and watch and it's be present. So important. Also solves generational trauma exactly <laughs> in a way when you have time to be present and active and happy so you're not like i'm stressed i'm pissed off like exactly up, and that really affects your children where they become or they like develop that insecure attachment or whatever so they're they're like trying to do things to get your attention because you're not giving it or they're not doing things to get your attention and it just like it's this weird mind game that i'm sure we'll talk about in another episode mm-hmm. and to call like our generation now that's one thing where we're really bad with is yeah. that balance now yeah. right um because phones there's so much opportunity work-wise right mm-hmm. you can talk whatever you want you can post whatever you want and you can have monetary success from it yeah but it's on, on that person. same regard if you are constantly holding your phone or on your phone as you're raising your kids if you tell your kids to shut up by passing the phone or handing yeah. them off to the tv that is an issue right so yeah. there is that then balance as definitely. well definitely but that's again a whole other separate issue like we said that's not in regards to quiet quitting but But it's exhausting the whole quiet Mm. quitting and then um another term you mentioned earlier that i not maybe not while we were recording but before quiet firing what's that or silent firing or whatever soft firing soft firing and so that's basically where um you work for five years with no pay raise but your workload stays the same so it's kind of like where we had a coworker who was like, hey, like, I would really like more hours. And our boss was like, yeah, for sure. Like, as soon as you improve. And then she put in the work and she improved exponentially. It was so amazing. And she mm-hmm. was, and then both Michaela and I were like, hey, like, she's really improved. And he was like, okay, 
And we're like, maybe can she have more hours? And he's like, no. And so then he was like, okay, I'm going to train you to do this. And so he trained her to do that, but then he never had her work that again. Or he never trained her to do this because he didn't like her or want her to stay. So he was kind of soft firing her by never giving her incentive to stay. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have to quiet quit because there was never any any expectation of her to go above and beyond. Kind of. That felt like that was harsh. Mm-hmm. No, but there but, you is, know. It is, though. But I think that was him pussying out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say oh, it. yeah. He totally pussied out. It was the easy way out. 100%. And that's, like, how right? it can be. Like, you know that this person is worth more than what you're paying them so you're just going to take advantage of the fact that you're paying them little and they're not going to leave so they have to like it's kind of quiet quitting can be thought of a response to soft firing or whatever mm-hmm. um let's see if i have a more concrete definition and this is why i think i'm such a huge fan of making waves because that is a load of crap definitely and why like why can't we just tell them like no that's not happening today mm-hmm. like why has it been so widely accepted that you're like yeah okay sure mm-hmm. we'll do it yeah yeah i'll add that to my list of things to do and i won't leave here till 6 30 for sure yeah like you shouldn't have to make waves in a, in a job right hypothetically no it should be like respect should be expected both both friends mm-hmm. right Oh, if your definitely. boss tells you to like, oh, can you bring this out? And you're like, mm, no, no way. Yeah. Like that's your job title. Yeah. Do your job title. Exactly. But it's when you're asking or you're pressuring high demands outside of your job title mm-hmm. to the point where you're like, hey, no, I'm burnt out. I'm not having a good time. And it's like, well, suck it up, princess. Yep. It's like, mm, mm-hmm. this or, makes me aggressive. <laughs> I am very frustrated. Yeah. In mm-hmm. June... I was so burnt out and so done because I'd been going above and beyond and really busting my ass and there was absolutely nothing to show for it. And so then I booked like four days off to go visit a friend (laughs) and he gave me three. And I was like, are you kidding me? Because the week before, Michaela asked for five days off and he gave her seven. Three and five, I think. Yeah, it was something stupid. I was like, so you took away one of my days. And you gave her two extra? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that make sense? And then you're going to be like, oh, like, I'm so worried about you going away. Like, I just wish you would stay. This comes from making waves, though. He yeah. doesn't like me. He tolerates me because he knows I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> he likes but it's you. Like... But because you've been a punching bag. You've been a little yeah, pincushion for... I really have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get better at it. But it's like... I... It's kind of the way I was raised. You just listen to your boss, whether they treat you with respect or not. And, like, obviously, if your boss treats you with respect, you're more willing to go above and beyond because you know they appreciate it. They, you know they're going to be grateful for it. You know they're going to not necessarily, like, reward you for it, but, like, put yeah. in an incentive for you to keep doing that. Yeah. The one comment my dad keeps making to me every time I come home and complain about work yeah. is, oh, so you're learning about good management and poor management. 100%. And I'm like, oh, I'm living it. Because when he's gone, mm-hmm. we get complimented on how well run the coffee shop is. Mm-hmm. Almost every customer comes in and is like, oh my gosh, are you guys under new management? Like, you guys work so well together. Everything is so nice. Like, 
Yeah, Journey and I, it was like us two working together one day. Yeah, I was scrubbing walls and you were scrubbing pans. Yeah, and one lady was like, it's just so nice to see you guys enjoying <laughs> your time together. And what were we planning? We were like date. Oh, we were planning opening our own coffee shop. <laughs> Fuck this. Like, we'll open yeah. our own. <laughs> we were like, yeah, like we do this, 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 and this, and this is what we do. This is what it would look like, and this is where we would open, and this is who we would cater to, and this is our business. <laughs> and well, she's like, but we were just like having a good time mm -hmm. but doing shitty jobs yeah because i was literally scrubbing the walls <laughs> it was just, I was making pans sparkle and i was like really trying to do it close to you so that i could talk to you i was like this wall is so clean now <laughs> it was true and then that yeah just things like and that's quality too right mm -hmm. like over quantity yeah um and again, big fan of the four-day work week. We know this already. Mm -hmm. Because it gives you more time to rest and digest and recuperate. And Yeah, so you come you back to your job refreshed. Refreshed and excited and inspired. Yeah. Right? When you're not, like, down to the bone. Mm -hmm. Like, when the regular comes in and was like, so, like, what did you do for your weekend? And you're like, yeah, slushed. I was here. <laughs> I was here. And they're yeah. like, oh, nice. Mm -hmm. And you're like... What yep. did you do on your days off? Anything fun? No. No. Slept. I slept. I don't have the energy Laundry, to do anything fun. Grocery shopping. Yeah. I did all of my chores. Yeah. Which that I, I neglected for the past week. Exactly. But I didn't even get all of them done because there's only 24 hours in a day. Yeah. And yeah. That's what I've been struggling with the most. <laughs> oh. Because it's not only like, technically I do have hours in a day, but I don't have hours to um sleep eight hours a night mm -hmm. have three solid meals for the day that mm -hmm. are homemade and fresh and whatnot nutritious and good. work out stretch study yeah work a full-time job <laughs> podcast now yep my plate is full but hey are you really living if your plate isn't absolutely overflowing no i'm drowning <laughs> like roll me out of here i can't move oh <laughs> i am stuffed and i'm pissed off yeah Oh no. <laughs> I'm stuffed and I'm pissed off. That sounds so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness. Oh my gosh. Okay. I think we well, kind of said what we had to say, like, yeah, I personal. Feel like we've ranted. Our segment mm -hmm. is going to be. Jubes reading Reddit stories of people's um, like quiet quitting, quiet quitting experiences. Yeah. We're so, going to talk about it a little bit. So that's yeah. what we're moving on to now. Because, you know, I discovered Reddit. Jubes is a big Reddit girl now. Do you want to know how I discovered Reddit? Um, the internet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank How's that you. for a dad joke? So good. Thank you, Father Michaela. <laughs> Daddy Mac. Mac. Daddy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Bryce was so excited the other day. He's like, are you going to send a picture of the food that I got to Michaela? And I was like, no. Why? <laughs> and he's like, well, because it's called the Mac Daddy Poutine. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yep. I will do that. To um, quote the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, it's got to be the apple on the Mac Daddy, y'all. On the Mac Daddy, y'all. Haters better step back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the party application, rocking okay. just like that. One day, we were working, and Michaela and Gavin spoken-worded. 
like that song. They were just like making sandwich. They're like, I'm the Mac Daddy, y'all. And I was like, boom, boom, what boom. are you guys saying? Like, I'm gotta get that boom, boom, boom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So comment if you want me to do a spoken word poem of a black eyed peas song. <laughs> we have a segment where Michaela just <laughs> It's like, what's that poetry? Spoken word poetry or whatever? That's what it is. Oh. That's right. Oh, well. I'm getting there. That's the reference for spoken word. Um, so, moving on. Fun fact, I used to go to spoken word poetry um, every Friday night with some friends in high school, and we'd get a cheese platter and drink wine and uh, watch spoken word poetry. That sounds kind of fun. I'm way too judgmental and... Of a person. Because I just sit there and roast them because I feel uncomfortable and jealous that I couldn't do spoken word. I can't. The place I went to was shut down, but I got to find another place and I'm going to bring you. It's a really fun experience. Um, My friend would like speak and stuff and we were all in AP English, like the little geeks we were. (laughs) Um, Except I was like the dumb one. (laughs) So I never... (laughs) That's weird. I do not think of you as a dumb person. But I'm like the fun and dumb one, you know? I'm not like this... You win some, you lose some. I'm very fun. But I brought a lot of laughs because a lot of, like, yeah, the jokes was just me saying something stupid and yeah. it beat a punchline. Again, shall we reference the me po- being called dense? <laughs> they don't know that story, do they? Yeah, they Did do. Did you tell that? Uh, yeah, episode one or two. Okay. Okay, yeah. good. Okay. Episode one or two mentions it, yeah. That's amazing. Um yeah okay. I don't know anyways it was fun so this one's kind of long it feels like a lot of reading um but it felt it's in r slash malicious compliance so it felt kind of fun mm. um so they're like this is my friend's story he works in data management for an infrastructure company one that has major government contracts for maintenance and replacement uh, when we worked together we had a friendly competition with our numbers each day seeing which one of us could beat the other in actions closed which is basic data capture stuff but the high volume boring crap um, due to our competitiveness the department's numbers were stellar and so their boss did less and less um, who was already in their 60s seven to eight years ago and quite literally awaiting retirement so uh, he left the company and their friend continues doing gangbuster numbers carrying the team as well as training new employees Due to his character and work ethic, he gets asked to assist with project management, specifically the implementation of a new app solution that would allow for 40% reduction in existing staff. And so he's working on this for two years, leading meetings and advising project management decision makers, all while making $26,000 a year, or euros. That's the euro (laughs) sign, right? Uncultured. My uncultured Sagittarius ass. Pounds. That's pounds? Hello. Okay. And <laughs> um, I'm the smart one. Um, <laughs> and I'm the dumb one. <laughs> She's the bookworm. I'm the idiot. I'm actually so stupid. Okay. All while making 26,000 pounds and still doing his manager's job. It eventually reaches the point where the manager is taking him into meetings so he can answer questions the manager should know the answers to. What's very important to this tale is my friend's character. He is genuinely one of the most helpful, friendly, and positive dudes you're likely to meet. Always happy to help, but also not inclined to rock the boat if he considers the situation unfair. <coughs> so the perfect employee to take advantage of. 
Present company not included. Um, so, of course, COVID happens, and after returning to the office, he is told there is no budget for a pay raise above 1.7%. He points out to the department head, so the boss's boss, how he's been project managing, doing his manager's work, all while keeping the department numbers looking tasty. Department head acknowledges this, but says his hands are tired. Oh, tied. They just don't have the budget. My friend says, okay, I'll just stop then and only do my specific job. Before he does this, and a few days after the above conversation, department head mentions a bonus fund that may be available for those that have gone above and beyond, and that he's on course to receive something. He receives 200 pounds. And this pissed him off, considering he's been not doing... Not 200, the- 200 pounds. <clears throat> 200 pounds. Not 200,000. 200 pounds. <laughs> oh, the fit. I'd be livid. I would be, oh, that'd be so tempting to, like, break stuff. (laughs) Right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's how I get a self-destruction. Someone sign me up for kickboxing ASAP before (laughs) I smash faces in. We need to go to a rage room. Oh, I would be so pissed. Yeah. So, obviously, this pissed him off, considering he's been doing project manager job and manager's job for close to three years for less than a third or less than half of his manager's salary and a third of a project manager's salary. So, he stops. He stopped everything but his own responsibilities. He stopped assisting the project manager team, stopped answering manager-level questions in meetings, and stopped training new staff. The manager then starts in with the passive-aggressive, your attitude has really changed recently, and you need to assist the team, etc. So I he got tells, a what's with her today. What's up with her? Yeah, what's her problem? I got that today. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's what's up with her. <laughs> um, he tells manager and department head that they don't have the budget, but he's happy and he's happy with his responsibilities as outlined in his contract. Unfortunately, he's still there in the same job, but useless managers had to struggle through making a fool of themselves in various meetings and department head now gives him the stink eye a few times a week. Hopefully I can help him find a better company very soon. Brutal. And so it's just like, there's nothing, the comments are just like, there's nothing more satisfying than to see management freak out and look like incompetent fools. And it's, it's just true, like, though, right? Yeah. Like, in our current situation, oftentimes I'm correcting our manager in front of customers. Because he doesn't come to work anymore. Exactly. We've been there for a year, five days a week, working our little asses off. Like, yeah. Just because you're the boss doesn't mean you get to be incompetent (laughs) exactly i feel like the boss should hypothetically know more or have more to bring Mm -hmm. and i want to um i have a couple books that i really want to read and want to talk about um on the podcast and stuff about people management psychology of people management and stuff there's a lot of good things about like how leadership and i think that's a really motivation Mm -hmm, motivational leadership and everything i do want to bring more because i think that's what everyone is lacking right anyone who who should be like arguably i as much as i'm like everyone can do their own thing and build their own business i think if you're going to employ someone you should have a leadership certificate oh definitely you need to know what yeah what motivates people to work how to like Mm. effectively lead your company and our boss can brag oh my gosh i ran a team of 65 employees but no you had seven people underneath you who ran the 65 employees Mm -hmm. it wasn't you Mm -hmm. you were responsible for those seven and you're struggling to manage us seven yeah yeah like 
I don't know. And then there's another one. Not us, just like shit talking our boss for an hour. <laughs> Rip. Oops. <laughs> We're not gonna get fired. <laughs> True. Um, there's another one that's just like leaving work on time and not communicating with coworkers outside working hours defined as quiet quitting in press demonstrates with scale of brainwash and then it goes dot dot dot. But this one has good comments where like corporations are getting desperate creating articles like this it's called the work-life balance quitting the day on time and not communicating on work tasks after you've clocked off should be the norm if you are expected to constantly have overtime and discuss work tasks after hour that is your company not respecting a work-life balance and then they mentioned top reasons because oops top reasons people usually quit their jobs is because of bad managers bad pay and bad company culture not respecting employees personal lives that kind of also ties into um productivity right mental energy plus intrinsic motivation (laughs) it's on (laughs) that ties into um productivity Mm -hmm. because Basically, the perfect formula for productivity is mental energy mm-hmm. press take two <laughs> is mental energy plus intrinsic motivation and extrinsic motivation. Definitely. Right? So if any of those are off, you're like the scales are wonky. Nothing's, mm-hmm. You're not going to be productive. You're not going to feel inspired. Yeah. And so if you don't know, I mean, mental energy is basically have you slept? Are you well fueled? Yeah. Have you done something that brings you joy? Yeah. Do you Are your serotonin levels good? How's yeah. your dopamine? Yeah. That's all contributing to mental energy. Yo, right? 100%, yeah. If you need 12 coffees in a day to breathe, your mental energy is low. It's very like, low. Sorry about it. Yeah. Intrinsic motivation is doing something because you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like with this. Mm-hmm. I want to do this. I'm intrinsically motivated to do this. So when I spend my three days off working on this, it doesn't feel like a waste of time because mm-hmm. my soul is happy because I'm doing something that sparks my creative energy. Yeah. But, okay, anyway, before you yeah. lose your thought. <laughs> That's your truth. No, it is. And then extrinsic is um, motivation from something else, right? Yeah. I'm motivated to go to work every day because I'm getting paid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so if any of those are off, but I would also argue there is, when it comes to careers, you do need the balance of, I want to do this job Mm -hmm. and I'm going to stay at this place and do this job because I'm getting paid for it. I'm feeling compensated. But again, you also need the mental energy to keep that cycle up. Exactly. So all of that is so necessary (laughs) in order to keep that like work-life balance Exactly. there. Yeah, and so, like, this next comment is, like, hustle for what? Hustle culture just means that my boss gets a little bonus and the owner makes another million that year. I get nothing out of hustling or going above and beyond. Which, again, ties into how the world is right now. I can hustle all I want. Mm-hmm. I will never be able to afford a house of my own. I yep. Minimum wage. I wouldn't be able to live in this nice of a place if I wasn't so lucky to have someone who makes way more than me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I wouldn't have the funds to start this podcast. Well, I want to hustle in a way because I'm I like working hard. Yeah. But I like working hard for myself. Yeah. I don't again because I don't like working hard to pay someone else's bills. Mm -hmm. That's why I use my resources wisely, (laughs) which is why I'm not going to 
pay rent in a city I'm unsure about. Mm-hmm. If I can live for free, I'm living for free. I am budgeting. Exactly. <laughs> I am thrifting. I am living that frugal life yeah. so that I can afford all the luxuries that I want to do. And if that means yeah. I have to have multiple sources of income, so be it. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm happy, yeah. I could care less. Yeah. If, it, and that's this the phrase, um, uh, working without passion is stress. Working with passion is... Um, I don't know the word you're looking for. I've never heard this phrase before. No? No, I've heard, like, the love what you do, do what you love. Work doesn't... Beca- or your job's not a job if you love what you do or what you do or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, if you... if it, Long story short, if you like your work, it's a passion. If you don't, it's stress. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, yeah. It's a phrase along those lines. And so I'm looking for passion. I'm hustling yeah. <laughs> towards passion. Yeah. I'm a very passionate human being. I love it. Like, I love loving and I love loving everything so fully. Yeah. To the point where, like, I will run off of cortisol and water for four days straight. (laughs) Maybe two hours of sleep. (laughs) Yeah. If I'm so fixed on something. Well, exactly. And last week, Mm. I felt very successful and like proud of myself because I was up at five every day I was going for a workout in the morning and then I was going to work and then I was working a full day and then I was coming home and I was spending my evening hours working on a podcast that I want to make huge and it Mm -hmm. was like this is awesome Mm -hmm. it felt less awesome when I had to wake up after four and a half hours of sleep to go work but (laughs) (laughs) but again I had been waking up at that same time all week and so it didn't feel the four and a half hour sleep was also just because of us hanging out and making yeah we were doing like <laughs> like push-ups on the floor <laughs> i was like telling bryce i was like yeah like we were just like doing push-ups and i was like i don't remember how we got there <laughs> but i was trying to do the worm at one point i have the video <laughs> if you guys want to see it what's the goal how many likes comments or whatever before i post the video of the worm of you doing the worm Oh, this is episode three. How many likes do you want before you push? I don't know. It doesn't have to be that many. I'd like a hundred. Okay, hundred <laughs> likes. And you're on and on which? And you'll, I'll post the video of Jerry doing the worm. She ate plot twist or like spoiler alert. She looks like a fish. It's it literally <laughs> looks like I like got electrocuted. Describe it too deeply. Oh, we want to see it. It's really good. You'll love it. It's really good. <laughs> 100 likes journey i'll post a video of journey doing the warm yeah that's fun that is fun i feel like that's pretty much i feel like we wrapped it up like our segment ended up just being another talking point but pretty much that's true yeah but that story really um it really highlights how people are feeling mm -hmm. it's like okay i don't need to be doing this if you're not going to compensate for me and you're going to continue to take advantage of me yeah know your self-worth say no Mic drop. Key takeaways. Make waves. Well, yeah. <laughs> Cause a scene. Cause a riot. Stir some shit up. Let's put yeah. the world on his ass. Stand up for yourself. <laughs> because a corporation can recover. What's the harm? Yeah, literally. What's the harm? Exactly. And it's a worker's market right now. I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't know if I've said it before on here. We'll see. <laughs> Why should you be the least happy person Least happy person in your life? Yeah. Your exactly. Life? That's going to be our tagline pretty yeah. much for the rest of this yeah. podcast because that's kind of what we're striving for. Like, yeah. there's no need. There's, yeah. 
you wants have to more. live with yourself every single day. So why shouldn't you be happy? Have more time to be human. Have more time to kind of go to, back to your roots and go back to life before the industrial revolution <laughs> yeah go back yeah go minus back to your roots the plague and the be, lead and everything well not really minus but, the plague we just got out of a three-year pandemic we're still in it technically yeah but, yeah so like but i don't know i don't know Fine when you're less stressed and you're eating well and you're active and you're doing things for yourself you're less likely to get sick it actually it does disease yeah. is literally dis-ease <laughs> Um, so when you're at ease, yeah, you're good. Life's flowing. Life's yeah. good. And so with that, thank you for joining us. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed us ranting about our, our lives. <laughs> Let's hear, rant about yours. Yeah. Tell us your times of you quiet quitting. Has like, there been anything in your industry that's like you can highlight that? Yeah. Is different? If you work in an office setting or something different than the hospitality industry, like what can mm-hmm. you tell us that we might not know? Mm-hmm. How do you make waves in your day-to-day life? Exactly. (laughs) Um, We are sometimes Jabata Slaps on Instagram and TikTok. And YouTube. YouTube and our website as well. We'll be sometimes sometimes Jabata Slaps podcast. That's the I thought. We need to create it. (laughs) We haven't made it It'll be in the bio. (laughs) (laughs) It'll click the link in the bio. It'll get you there. I am Mac Joy. And I'm it's underscore jubes. And we are sometimes Shibata Slaps. Thank you for hanging out with us. And uh, ta-ta for now. TTFN. Bye. Bye. Okay, before we break, I want to pose for some thumbnails. Okay, I feel like there's a battery symbol flashing on your camera. Yeah, so that means my battery's low. Okay. So it means we need to pose quickly. Quickly. What's Um, the vibe? Should we be closer? Um, Maybe. But it might. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna do like a. Uh, do like a sat like up. I don't know. You can see my eyes are closed on that one, but. That looks bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did the same. <laughs> uh, um. What's good? Oh god, this is all recorded. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm just gonna be like. (laughs) I love this. It's just so (laughs) awkward. Okay, we're good. We'll call out a day. And see. Bye.